Yes, people. Welcome to another episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. Says for the rude boys in London. Yeah, we're going back, people. We are going back. Our black twine. Anyone that's ahead knows what the fuck I'm talking about and what they're hearing right now. Like my man Cavalli. Yeah. Oh man, this was a track back in the day. Yo, Twang went on the um oh gosh, it was the Kiss Rap Show. God damn, man, it was held it was hosted by Dave Select and um Max DJ We're, and Shorty Blitz was there uh and um one time Black Twine came on with um oh gosh I I want to say brand new heavies and killed it I think Common might have been up in there as well Ah, they used to have these kick-ass sessions, man Ah, if you don't, yo, you need to check this shit out If you don't know it, people Because it is serious sounds You know what I mean? Serious sounds Anyway, people, I have to say Ah, I ain't happy I, I for real, I am not motherfucking happy. Ah, oh, like too many things are just pranging me right now. You know what I mean? I'm minding my own fucking business. Get text message. Uh, uh yo, from the fucking NHS, right? And it's like, oh. You cannot leave your house for the next 12 weeks. I'm like, what? Would you get yo? Hold on a motherfucking second, right? Like saying, I can't leave the house for 12 weeks. That is insane. Like, listen, look, I'm you know what I mean? I will quarantine and all of that shit, but Going for a little stroll every day is just a little thing that is helping hold this shit together. So not being able to do that, that was just... So I had that. I then discover I'm just not keeping track of shit. So, you know, I think the, uh, the corona is finally making its way out of the system. So, whoop whoop, I mean, that's all good But, I've gone and fucked my leg up So, I don't even know I I remember, I think it was like 4 in the morning I can't sleep, so I'm up, I'm watching some shit I think I'm watching Community, something like that, right? Which I have to say, it's not as good as I've remembered it being It's alright, it's a little on the nose you know what I mean? It's alright though. You know, it, it makes do for late night, early morning watching. But anyway, um, and I walked into. I don't even know what I walked into. But you know, sometimes I wake up and there's just bruises, and I'm just like, what the fuck did I crash into? But I cut my leg, 
And haven't really been paying too much attention Because everything else Motherfucking legs got infected So um, Yeah Been trying to get a prescription For some antibiotics And just like all of this It's just It's irritating It's irritating And on top of all of this Right You go online And There's just these These videos These videos That are the worst Right You've got Motherfuckers in the NHS And they're recording these videos And it's like You know Or it's one of their fucking relatives And they are I'm so upset It's just I've come to work And you need to step Just shut the fuck up You didn't go to work to So I could stay at home You went to work Because that's your fucking job that is your job, right? There's a thing about um some fucking student doctors, right? And it's just like, oh, our first shifts were during a pandemic. And we're like, well, that's good for you, motherfucker. Just think of all the learning you're going to get out of this shit, right? Because that's what you signed up for. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, what what do you think this was gonna be? Huh? You watch too many episodes of fucking Grey's Anatomy? You just think you're gonna be fucking all the nurses or something? Like, what did you think this was gonna be? You signed up to be a fucking doctor or nurse or whatever. This is in the fucking description. That in times of craziness... You do your thing. Now, listen. If, right, if you've got an immune system shit, if you're an old motherfucker, obviously, you shouldn't be there. And don't, don't even come with the self-righteous bull, I'm doing this to save lives. Oh, I've put myself in the... Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Because you're, you, that's all for show. That's all for show. But it's behind closed doors. You're crying for your PPE, motherfucker. But, right, if you're not, if you're a young motherfucker as well, there's a lot of these videos that say young motherfuckers, right? So unless you've got an immune system shit or something like that, you need to shut the fuck up and just do your work. Because that's what you signed up for. I mean, that is, it's like if someone wanted to be a lifeguard And then someone's drowning And then they're like, wait, you want me to jump in the pool? Get my motherfucking hair wet? I just went and got it done I mean, I'm not jumping in the pool and fucking my hair Are you, are you crazy? Come on no, 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 that's out of, it's out of order, you're making me try and do this shit, come on, that's the same thing, it's the same fucking thing, right, it's not great, obviously, uh, you know, things could be better, yeah, you, you might have to work long hours, but, you know what, 
other people have to do that shit too sometimes. You know what I mean? So, all this, I'm a hero. You're not a fucking hero. You're a hero because you're doing your job? Get the fuck out of here. You sons of bitches. <sighs> Listen, I'm in a bad mood. So I'm going to say what the fuck I want. And that's what I wanted to say. I mean, listen, right? You don't have to think the same as me. You can clap out of your window if you want. I don't give a fuck. Just don't think I'm going to be doing that shit. You know what I mean? Obviously, look, you appreciate what people do. You know what I mean? I'm, I think the NHS is great. I think it's great. I applaud those motherfuckers. But I'm not putting people on a motherfucking pedestal. I think hero worshipping is some bullshit thing. I mean, that's some crazy ass shit that fucking foolish people do. No. Listen, Black Panther's a hero. I mean, <laughs> he saved the world. <laughs> Let's get shit straight. Yeah, you know, that's a hero, people. You know, maybe Blade. You could say Blade's a hero. But, no. A fucking doctor or nurse? Let's not be silly. I don't wear capes. Some crazy ass shit. But, anyway, people. Let's get into, uh, yeah, let's get into this week. But, yeah, you know what? But. Yeah, there are too many videos, people bitching about this. Or you you have these fucking news articles of like, um, oh, we just spoke to a family and they're really bored at home. I'd be like, you know what? Everyone is. Right? So yeah, let's stop with this shit. Yeah, let, let, let's stop with all of this stuff, trying to make people be like, oh, this musician played an instrument. And it's like and what? There's motherfuckers like doing podcasts and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, listen to Gas Digital, listen to Compound Media. Like, there's all these other motherfucking people putting out great, amusing, funny content. Funny content, but just not this hack bullshit. Like people just grasping for attention If you want to do something Fucking do it Don't ask for a pat on the back Hey you All these Premier League players Going oh we're, we're going to do something to help the Just do it <laughs> Just do it You know don't, don't ask For a pat don't, don't expect a medal Just do your thing Hey, what the? F I think the funniest thing I saw this week is a text from uh, Chloe LaBranche, who is a funny ass comedian, right? And and she wrote, uh, it was something along the lines of, "I feel sorry for blind people because what are they gonna do now? We can't touch things." <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
funny shit. That's great. Ah, I, like I needed to read that. That made my motherfucking. Well, it made the hour. He didn't make the day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Then more shit needed to happen to make a day. But uh, yeah, it, it tickled me for an hour or so. All right. But um, yeah. Let's get into the rest of this shit. Okay. Alright, so, um, yeah, I got a, a text message the other day, and it was just like, Boris Johnson taken ill with coronavirus, and it's just like, I don't care, don't care, then another message, Boris Johnson rushed to hospital, and a day or so late, another Boris Johnson moved to intensive care. And it's like, firstly, okay, firstly, I don't know, maybe he got it, right? Which, as I said earlier, or later, I forget when I said it, but everyone's probably gonna get it. You know, I mean, even like I read the other day. Um, this uh, old UFC fighter, Eric Silva, right? Him and his family locked up in their house, not you know, not going out, all of that. They still got it, so yeah, you like you if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it, okay? So you know, he probably did get it, but he might not have got it, okay, because. Think about everything that's been happening, right? So, he's getting phone calls. He's getting, like, hit up all the time. And you're thinking, I don't want to put up with this shit. How can we stop people harassing? Yo. You know what? Put our story. Tell him I got the Rona, son. So, yeah, that could have happened. <laughs> you know what I mean, hey, I am not. I am not saying that didn't because I think if you, you know, what I mean, if people want to say the Earth is flat, if people want to say there's motherfucking lizard people. Taking over the world Right I think Boris Johnson And making up that he's got Coronavirus Is definitely More fucking feasible Okay So But Like the whole big thing He's been rushed to hospital And what Loads of people again going, Having to go to hospital Because of shit Right, so you've got that, but I think the one thing that I find just a little bit laughable is the whole he's in intensive care because it's just like it's just another case of how the media is full of shit. Because intensive care doesn't mean you are dying, doesn't mean you're dying. It means that they are taking a closer look at you. 
It means that you're getting put on more specific monitoring machines and shit like that. Doesn't mean you're dying. Right? But but they try to make it out like he's in this fight of his life. And you just heard shit like, um, oh, Boris Johnson's a fighter. We think he's going to get through this. And it's just like, all right, so anyone else that got it and didn't make it, they just weren't a fighter? You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? They uh, were weaker. They weren't as strong-willed as Boris. It's just like, what the fuck are you saying? You fucking idiots. It's like, you know, they, they haven't pointed out that for some reason, this thing, it, I think it uh, affects men 70% more than women. Which is, that's kind of harsh, right? It's kind of fucking harsh. But uh, also, look, whenever they talk about this whole thing, it's always like, oh, this many people died and this many people got it. Firstly, right, when you're saying there's all these new cases, hmm, is there though, right? Because at the beginning they weren't testing. You know, there was a definitely a, a point, you know, and I know because I was in the NHS at the time, right? And the guidance was no, you don't need to have a test. If you've got the symptoms, just stay at home. Don't go to your GP. Don't go to the hospital. Just stay at home. So they're not testing people. So then when you go, oh, we're going to start testing people again. They're they're potentially not new cases. It's just people you didn't test in the first place. Right? So that's one big thing. Okay? Then with everyone, all these deaths, you're not giving the ages. They're not giving the ages of the people that are dying. And they're not, you know, giving the, I'd say, relevant information. Like, this person had a low immune system because of blah, blah, blah. You know, They're not giving you that. They're just like, they're putting it out there like Anyone can drop with this. And that's just not true. <laughs> that is not true. Okay? It, 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 not everyone who gets it is dropping. You know? Even people. There are some people with low immune systems that fight it. So it's not everyone. But, I, you know... If you're unhealthy, if you've got a weak immune system, yeah, you need to be careful. You know what I mean? It's like I told my fucking parents who, Jesus Christ, they don't, uh, they don't listen. But I told them, don't leave the house. Because my dad had a triple fucking heart bypass. And they're like, oh, yeah, we might go for what? It's just like. Just stay in fucking doors, you retarded fucking people. What's wrong with you? 
You know what I mean? Stay at home. If if there's an issue, stay in. Follow the guidance. Definitely. I mean, everyone should be following the guidance, but especially if there's an issue. So this isn't the news that's getting reported, though. It's just, you know, 100 people die today. It's just like, yo, 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 yo. But how old? What was the situation? Tell us that. Like, you know, there's a big thing I saw. They're saying, uh, you know, a, a hundred people in a care home die. Every like, well, that's not surprising. I mean, they're in a care home. So they are probably over 70, right? Probably over 70. And when you put, oh, it's MERS. Is it MERS? Hmm. Oh, yeah, tangent. Um, When you put people in a confined space, shit's going to spread. And so, you know, there's all sorts of shit that spreads in places like care homes. Like they're saying, you know, a load of people, really, the, the mass of the people that are dying of this are dying in hospitals. Which, again, makes sense. Because, now... I'm not sure that's right, actually. I mean, that's that's where MERS came from. Because there was already a disease that you that is prolific to hospitals, right? So people go in. You mean you might go in with pneumonia or something? You fight that, but then you catch this other thing, which I, yeah, for some reason I thought MERS, but I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the name of it. MERS, yeah, that just sounds stupid, <laughs> I don't think that's the name of it, but yeah, there's this thing, um, and I mean, like, if you know, you know, right, you know what I'm talking about, I'm not just fucking crazy, but yeah, so, you know, obviously, people in hospitals, it's not, it's problematic, right, you need to go, because they've got the help, but, yeah, Death walks hand in hand with uh, life in up in a hospital. You know what I mean? But that's not the yeah, that's not the news they're giving us. But um, you know now they're saying that Johnson is uh, you know he's doing well. He's sitting up and he's talking. It's just like <sighs> no one cares, right? No one cares. There's a whole heap of other shit that is worrying people than whether Boris Johnson makes it or not. And when I say no one cares, I'm saying the general public, right? Obviously. Boris Johnson's, I think is it his wife, his girlfriend, whatever, she's gonna care. Obviously. His brother, that little rancid turd, is gonna care. Rest of his family and friends, those little scumbags, they're gonna care, obviously. But the general public got other shit on their minds. Like their parents, their relatives, people they know that are in a bad situation, you know? People they know that might have been fucking furloughed or laid off. You know, that's the thing that people are worrying about. Like, how are bills getting paid? You know, how is shit getting done? How am I going to find work? That's the stuff. Not, 
Ooh, is Boris Johnson gonna get better? Should we hold a candlelight visual? Just, ugh. You know what I mean? Fucking stop it. Stop sending shit to phones. <laughs> it's infuriating. It really is. Motherfuckers, man. God damn it. Alright, so, I don't know if anyone has seen this shit, because, you know, it's American news, right? And it's the Navy, so it's a bit like, it's not as much on the radar. And it's not Trump, and people people go crazy for Trump news, but anything else they don't really pay attention to. But, a uh, a naval captain... Captain Brett Crozier, I think that's how you say it, Crozier, hmm, well, anyway, he got sacked, he got sacked, he was the captain of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, bit of a long-winded name, you know, why not the USS Theo? Or the USS Roosevelt. See, the U- I would get behind the USS Roosevelt. That has a ring to it. That's it. That sounds intimidating. Be like, um, if I was a pirate or the opposition, and I'm like, what's that on the starboard bow? And I was like, Manda, Manda Crow's Nest. What do you see? They're like, hold on, it's getting into focus. It's the, oh my God, it's the USS Roosevelt. Ah, that's got a ring to it. But you, if someone says it's the USS Theodore, I mean, like, yeah, fuck them, fuck them. You know what? Let's go to war. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, tangent. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so he's the captain of this ship, and he has noticed that, uh, you know, some of the sailors have come down with the virus, which, obviously, everyone's going to get it. At some point, everyone's going to get it, right? Or know people that have got it, and... If you haven't got it, it's probably because it's just not affected you. You're asympical, asexual, a... Hmm. A-something, right? You're that person. And uh, and also, though, a lot of people got real ill at the end of last year. And so people were thinking that was Rona too, right? Um... So, yeah, you know, everyone's going to be touched by this. But, you know, so he noticed people were getting it. And uh, because you're on a ship, there's not a lot of places you can go. So it's going to spread. I mean, which is the same um, logic behind cruise ships and all of that jazz, right? So he sends a letter to the Pentagon. Um... And he's urging them for 
immediate action right so he's asking for immediate action and for the the fit people to be removed from the ship which is a tricky one as well because even if someone's not showing the signs they could still they would be those a people right so there would have had to be some sort of testing and go like that right but I think whenever you put in something, you need to do something now. That's going to make people go, um, you know what? I'm up here. You're down there. I think I know best. I'm going to look into this. And they drag their feet a bit more. But, right, so he sent this letter. Um, and obviously... He think he's thinking it's not moving as fast enough as I'd like. So the letter ended up in the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh and yeah, so he got sacked. He got sacked. And they're saying, right? He didn't get sacked for writing the letter and raising the concerns. He got sacked for leaking it to the media as the letter created the impression. This is a direct quote, people. It created the impression the Navy was not responding to his questions. It creates the perception the Navy is not on the job. The government is not on the job. That's just not true. And that was from Thomas Modley. So he is the acting U.S. Navy secretary. Um... Yeah, they're saying Crozier uh, exercised extremely poor judgment. And, okay, so that makes this whole thing tricky, right? Because I understand, right? I understand the concern. He's looking after all of these dudes. When I say dudes, I'm including women You know what I mean? It's a non-gendered dudes Okay? So calm the fuck down, people But he's in charge of all these motherfuckers On this ship, right? And so, yeah I understand Because it's a 4,000 person crew It's a lot of people to give a fuck about And, you know They're under his command so he's, he wants to make sure that people ain't gonna die And, you know, it's not wartime So there shouldn't be loads of crazy deaths So I understand that concern, right? It's a bit... It's a bit overblown But that's the media for you, man The media has caused this... Hysteria So I understand His concern And obviously Like you know Sending the letter 
Now, it gets problematic when the letter appears in the paper. Okay, because, right, so the letter was dated the 30th of March. Now, there's no, they, they don't say when the letter appeared in the, in the paper. But, think about what the date is now. Okay, it's the, uh, what is it? It's the, um, the 8th? Hmm, I think it's the 8th. I might be wrong. <laughs> no, it is the eighth. Yes. Um, yeah, obviously. Monday was I just remembered Monday was a sieve. So that means today is the eighth. Yes. Ah, look at me killing it. Ah, okay. Anyway. So that's not a lot of time, right? It's not a lot of time. Um so, like, what was the time frame he was expecting for shit to get put into play? Because, as I said, look, you would have to organise, right? So, either a place for them to dock, uh, you know, enough space to set up testing stations, and then a quarantine... Right, so you would have needed to have that Or another ship Big enough to then take on All of these crew Plus, you'll need all the tests You'll need the people to administer the test Like, there's a lot of shit that has to kind of go Into the planning for that so, you know, it depends when this thing letter appeared in the uh, San Francisco paper Because, yeah, it's like, look, send a letter, raise your concerns But then give people enough time to action that shit And listen, right, maybe... They didn't send you an email straight away But Understand what's going on right now Everything is crazy right So you can't expect responses Straight away And then straight Yeah so I'm a bit like look I get it I get his Concerns But Leaking shit to the paper That's not smart like you know Like you know when you do that shit Something is gonna bite you in the ass. Now He's probably He could well be thinking Alright I'll probably get sacked But As a martyr This Brings So much attention to this shit So they're gonna have to do something instantly So he could be thinking that as well as, right, I will probably get interviewed by all the major papers, all the major late night shows. I could probably write a book, 
that will then get most likely optioned for a fucking film or TV series. So, I'm going to be good money-wise. And if you fucking try and tell me that none of that ran through his head, you're a liar. Right? It doesn't have to have been the driving force for him to do it. But you would have you would have considered all of that, especially this motherfucker, because you have to be an analytical, <laughs> you know what I mean, savant to be in that sort of position. They're not fucking employing Larry, you know what I mean, lumpy brains, right? Someone that can't think of moving in front of them. They want a motherfucking chest wizard, son. So, yeah, he's considering all of that shit. Now, do I think he should have been sacked? I mean, that's a little harsh. I you mean, obviously, right? I would, if I'm the higher-ups in the Pentagon, well, obviously, I would have considered all of this shit and put shit into play because that's how I roll, okay? Just so you know. But yeah, I'm not gonna if this happened, I ain't sacking homeboy. Because as um you know the the Democratic leaders of the House of Armed Services Committee put out a statement saying, while Captain Cruzier clearly went outside the chain of command, his dismissal at this critical moment is a destabilizing move that will likely put our service members at greater risk and jeopardize our fleet's readiness. Yeah, so. That's why I'm not sacking homeboy, right? So, um, yeah, homie's, homie's pay packet's getting docked. And, yeah, he's gonna get chewed out. But, yeah, I'd, I'd leave him in charge. Because, you know, essentially, he's looking after his peoples, okay? And that's what you want. That's what you want in your, in your captains, Right? Someone that's going to be looking out for the motherfuckers under them. So, yeah, I'm not sacking him. But, um, yeah, I'm, he, he's getting brought over the coals for sure. But it's a crazy thing. Because, um, yeah, you need to know for, to, like, to, I feel to, to have a real, because, you know, what I was seeing about this was all, oh man, it's crazy, it's so bad, you know, all of this. And I mean, he, he got off the plane um, and there's just mad people there and they're giving him a standing ovation, right? So that's what you're seeing. But yeah, it, it's the whole leak. The leak is the messy part. And you need to know the time frame between sending it to the Pentagon and then it getting into the paper. That's the big thing, right? And, and until you know that, it's hard to make a, a, you know, a full assessment of the issue. But 
yeah, that's my two cents on the shit. And I think, yeah, I think I, um, yeah, I think I nailed it. I ain't gonna lie. Think I nailed it. Boom. Look, I have to say, right, the World Athletics Federation, the IOC, they're all a bunch of fucking morons. They are just the, ah, oh, they're terrible people, right? So, because of, you know, the coronavirus and all of that, so Tokyo Olympics got pushed back a year, right? So that's happening 2021 now. And because of all of that, so the World Athletics Championships that would have been next year have been pushed to 2022. But, right, because of... um. Because of that, there's a lot of shit happening in 2022. So, you've got the World Athletics Championships that's happening in um, the States. I don't know where. Um, Oh, so it's Eugene, Oregon. Eugene? Is that right? Eugene? Hmm... I think it is, but I'm not sure, uh, Oregon, let's just say Oregon, okay, so it's taking place in Oregon, you've also got the Commonwealth Games that's gonna be in Birmingham, right, and then, <laughs> like, on top of that, it's the European Championships that's in Munich, Germany, and they're all on top of each other, which is is, is kind of crazy, right? So you've got um, uh, so the Commonwealth Games is meant to be taking place the twenty seventh of July to the seventh of August, and so it seems. The World Athletics Championship Were gonna hold their event Around the same time But it's like After a week of negotiations and compromise They've um, agreed to shift it To the 15th to the 24th of July (laughs) So you've got that But, right, so the European Championships, that starts on the 11th of August. They're all on top of each other. It's asinine. It's It's a ridiculous thing. It's like athletes competing at the Commonwealth Games... They could potentially be in, um, like the world championships and the, um, the European championships, 
But because they're all on top of each other like this, you're not going to get many that could possibly, possibly, like, do, I don't know, maybe two of them. I It would be a real feat to do all three. And it's just because the, it, it won't be like, one race, one one stage of the javelin, or anything like that. There's always, you know, the, all the different heats, and so it's over a good, usually a good few days, right? So you have all of that. So the the only kind of thing that could, if you got knocked out at the very start, you might go, all right, let me try. The next one But by then It's probably too late To try and get into Say the next competition Because they're so close Like if they spread them out It will give people More of an opportunity To um, Yeah compete And the thing is right I don't believe You get paid to compete in these competitions But it's the sponsorship Right So If you You know you're in all of these You can have Sponsors for all So you're making some change that way Then Imagine if you won All of these competitions You'd definitely get in a better deal from sponsors But yeah, as cramping them up That's not going to be possible And like There's not a whole heap of money in athletics Right, so it's If you are a complete sensation Now, also Right It's not just a sensation But you have to be In a sport Where It kind of grabs the attention Of the general public You know what I mean Because you could be Think like Gabriel Selassie Gabriel Selassie Is a don But He's not getting recognised Walking down the street He's not getting huge deals off of Nike or Reebok, Adidas, any of these motherfuckers. He's not, you know, getting to do loads of adverts for fucking Virgin Media or some motherfuckers like that. That ain't happening. So it, there's only a few sports where you can rise to the level where you are making Serious bank Right And You know That's cats like Bolt You know what I mean Like Usain Bolt Just smashed it Everyone Like knew who he was He was the big thing You know I mean like Jackie Joyner Um Oh my day Is it Fraser Jackie Joyner Fraser uh, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Um, like she killed it back in the day. Like there's certain people that seem to just 
galvanize. You know what I mean? The public. And they're the ones making the big bang. Everyone else ain't making crazy money. But the opportunity to do that is by winning everything. So you squash every fucking event on top of each other. You hamper the fucking people's opportunity to try and do that shit. I don't know why they're not spreading these things around. It it's just uh, these people, man. Like they're they're a bunch of greedy fucking embezzling motherfuckers. They're crooked as shit. They're kind of disgusting. There's all the money that they make from sponsorships and all of that. <laughs> you know, they're getting kickbacks, they're getting everything, but that don't bleed down, so, um, yeah, pieces of shit, I don't know, it, 2020, it, 2022 even, it's gonna be crazy times, gonna be crazy times, um, there's this other sport happening, right, uh, but, yeah, like you've got um what is it? The women's European Championships which is gonna I don't know how many weeks that goes on for, but it ends in July. Uh but it's football. Okay? So I think you can have an athletic event going on at the same time as something like that. That's not as bad Because It's not directly the same audience You know what I mean But Yeah I don't know We'll see Maybe people are going to see sense And try and move some of these things around I doubt it though (laughs) I doubt it Fucking idiots Alright, so I think after all the bullshit, right? My the favorite thing I've I've seen was um this kind of weird, kind of a bit of a creepy story, right? I mean it's not but it is, okay? So the Ocean Park Zoo in Hong Kong put out um some pictures and news the other day because they're two pandas okay the two pandas ying ying and lili were able to have sex so (laughs) the weird thing is about all of this right firstly they were actually taking pictures of these poor fucking anders getting it on. And you're kind of thinking, come on, people. Like, if these dudes have been struggling for this long, don't ruin my man's flow by sticking a frigging camera in his face. Because, like, once the camera's there, then, then the pandas are starting to show off. You know what I mean? 
like pulling off all these different moves like the the you know she's on top reverse cowgirl or reverse panda you know what I mean just all these different things it's kind of getting freaky if you see the shots um but the weirdest thing is right so it's like um you know they're saying that these pandas well firstly right the mating season the mating season supposedly for pandas is March till May. March till May. Three months. And the rest of the time they're not having sex. It's just like, what the fuck is that? I mean, to be honest, to be honest, the way this year is going, I might as well be a fucking panda. Right. So, um, yeah, why I don't know why I'm trying to, you know what I mean, throw shade at pandas and their lifestyle Because that's three better months than I'm having right now But, um, three months, and it says that these pandas, they've been trying to get them to mate for the last ten years Last 10 years I mean whew, That's gotta be rough right That's gotta be really Fucking rough Like but come on right They're living in a cage Essentially It's a, it's a big cage But it's a cage So they're living there And you've got people Staring at them All day they might not be ex- exhibitionists. Firstly, you know what I mean? Like, hey, do you think that these pandas decide? Well, well, you know what I mean? They they got in there and thought, you know what? You know what we need? We need our own OnlyFans page. Let's get that shit popping. Or let's do a cam. We'll do cams, okay? Every day, and um, yeah, we'll we'll perform and let all these people know. And they didn't know each other before they were bunged in this motherfucking thing together, right? So they got in and they might hate you. It's like it's the, you know, struggling for 10 years because they did not like each other. <laughs> you know, they're just like, oh, stop your fucking whining. Look, I'll eat the fucking. Oh, what's that shit that pandas eat? It's that green stuff, right? Oh, well, that's irritating. I can't even fucking remember that. Jesus Christ. Uh, but, um, yeah. You know, they don't get on. They probably didn't even like the, the, the same shit on TV. You know, one of them wants, one of them might be a bit clingy, and the other one's like, "Look, I'm not ready for this kind of shit. Leave me alone." And you know, she's screaming, oh, "Put a baby in my stomach! I want a baby inside of me." He's like, "No, I'm still young. They might put another panda up in here next week, and she might be better. I don't want this commitment." What are you doing? It could have been like that. And now they're just like, you know what? It's been 10 years. 
I'm not even sure I know how my shit works and let's let's just give it a go. Let's try because nothing better is coming. And oh look, those fucking weird people that stand on two feet aren't looking at us. So fuck a bit of privacy. Let's get it on. Put the Marvin on and burn that candle, baby. I'm thinking that's probably what I... Because it is kind of funny, right? Um, You know, lockdown, so no one's around. And that's when these pandas start. So it could be a thing that, hey, maybe, right? A lock, <laughs> lock the zoo or, or send them away somewhere so they can just be on their own for these three months. And you might... Get better success But So the whole thing about Um The other like You know Panda Um What would you call it Uh Baby making Because I don't know if it's love making Who know Like who knows If he was saying nice shit to her Or maybe she's a nasty bitch Maybe she's like Pull my hair Oh my spit on my spit in my face spit in my face yeah that's it ah arr. um yeah maybe maybe she's she likes it like that who knows right but um yeah you, you they're pregnant for 10 fucking months Te- actually you know i mean when i first read that i thought 10 months that's insane it's only one month longer than humans <laughs> you know, just like Jesus Christ, how are they gonna survive? Ten months? Ooh. Yeah, that's one month longer than humans. So yeah, not it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um but right, you don't know if they're pregnant until fourteen to seventeen days before they're actually Gonna give birth And you can only find out via Ultrasound That Is Crazy That's crazy But you know It it could be Right Because they don't want like Hey there might be a case Of um uh, Domestic violence In pandas so they're like, yo, if it's not showing, like the dude isn't gonna beat me. You know what I mean? He's not gonna be like, I'm not ready for a kid. Push her down the stairs. So yeah, if you can't see that there's a baby up in that, might be keeping these females safe. Hmm. But uh yeah. Now, what was actually thinking about it, right? It, it definitely probably was not <laughs> no love making, or it was just so damn good because the noise these fucking pandas were making. So they they did some video the, one the the video that they uh, had on Twitter. There's sound and the noise is like it's it's nearly as bad 
as um, hearing the German language spoken out loud. Now, I don't know if you can hear this, right? But um, check this shit, right? Okay, what is worrying that I think I've got the same sex face as a panda. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> hey, anyway, right? So, um, yeah, in 10 months' time, the Ocean Park Zoo might have pandas, might have baby pandas. I wonder how many they have. I don't think it's a litter No, it can't be a litter Because there'd be more pandas in the world, I guess So it's probably just one Maybe Hmm, I don't know But, um, yeah In ten months We, uh We will know So Um, uh What, that will be February? I think in February we will um we'll know if this worked. Jeez, that's a long ass time. But um fingers crossed. Alright, okay. Uh yeah. Let's um let's move on to something else, okay? Yeah, enough of this panda porn. <laughs> Okay, so, um, I got a, um, a a free six-month subscription to Amazon Prime when I updated my phone. So, I just activated it, and, um, yeah, I decided to catch up on some stuff that I haven't been able to watch. So, started firstly with, um, season one of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Now, like, I'd heard it wasn't bad, but I hadn't heard, like, no one's been gushing about it or anything like that. And, you know, some, like, John Kranitsky, you know, he's, what, the fifth person to play Jack Ryan. Now, like, the the Harrison Ford incarnations, I enjoyed those, you're in clear and present danger, and was it behind enemy lines, something like that, right, um, and we had Hunt for Red October, I think he, like, his character was in that, but it wasn't Sean Connery, I think, I believe I watched the Ben Affleck one, which was pretty rubbish. I didn't see the new one though with Chris. I don't think I did. Or I did. No, I did. It was okay. Just nothing spectacular. So, you know, the, like the bar wasn't ridiculously high on this. But, like, I think the first thing was can John Kroninsky pull this off? You know what I mean, can he be believable in this sort of role? And 
You know, because like you see me in the office and a quiet place and all of that, but I don't think we've seen him in an action role. So, uh, yeah, that was the big question going in, right? And, um, you know, will this, yeah, will it be any good? So, I think the, um, the series is created by Carlton Coose and Graham Rowland, who, um, you know, they executive produce the show along with, um, you know, Kroninsky, uh, Brad Fuller, uh, Michael Bay, Tom Clancy's up in there, David Ilson, and a few other cats, you know what I mean, um, and it is starring a host of people, so we've got John Kroninsky, we've got Wendell, um, oh gosh, what's his name, uh, Wendell Pierce, Abby Cornish, who, it was bugging me for ages, I'm, I've seen her character, I'm like, I know that woman, who the hell is she, Abby friggin Cornish, right, so we got Abby Cornish, Ali Suleiman, Dina Shahabi, John Hogonaka, uh, so yeah, like, it's, it had some great actors and actresses in, like, you know, it should be decent, right, that was the big thing, it sh- this should be good, and so the premise was this, okay, when CIA analyst Jack Ryan stumbles upon a suspicious series of bank transfers, his search for answers pulls him from the safety of his desk job and catapults him into a deadly game of cat and mouse throughout Europe and the Middle East, with a rising terrorist figurehead preparing for a massive attack against the US and her allies. So, that was the gist for the kind of, you know, the show, the breakdown, to pull us into this thing. And I think... It it starts off pretty corny, right? Starts off pretty corny. We got Ryan on his bike, and uh, he's kind of um, nearly uh, run over by uh, Wendell's character, um, uh, James Greer. Greer, right? So they get into a near car accident and then it's just like, oh, hey, watch out, ba 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 ba. But little do they know, <laughs> oh, they will soon be working together. And it was just a bit like, ah, do we have to do that corny shit? How many times have we seen? It's just like, ah, it's a played out device that's just rubbish. It's kind of bad. So yeah, it started off with that. Um, and they did, <laughs> you know, at the beginning, it was a lot of, like, we see Jack, you know, lying in bed, 
the sheets down, trying to show, being like, yo, Kransky's been working out, people, check it out. And then he rolls over on his on his front and you see his back got all scars and be like, yeah, he's seen trouble. This guy, hey, he's not fucking around. So they did all this stuff to really try and drive home to you That, yeah, he's wearing a suit, he looks a little geeky But this is a tough hombre, people So they do that And, you know, I was rolling my eyes a little at the beginning Hmm, well, I mean, one at a time I can't roll them both together That's a skill, people Um, But you know, even with some corniness in there, I will say that this wasn't bad. You know, I liked the, I, I liked, I, you know, I thought the pacing was decent. It was eight episodes, right? Eight episodes and the episodes range from, I think, about 45 to 50 minutes each. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't think it seemed to, it didn't seem to drag, right, I thought eight was a perfect amount, um, but I did, for some reason I thought there was ten, and it was getting to a point, I'm like, well, I don't know how they're gonna drag this anymore, because we kind of wrapped it up, and then I figured, oh, I've got one episode left, okay, good, that's, yeah, that that that's good. That that works out. So yeah, it seemed to pace well. Um and look, there was a few incidences where you have some near miss situations, right? Which you do you know, you were a little bit like, ah, oh, come on, and they missed really, they missed them, ah, oh, and that didn't work. But when you, you know, because, like, certain things happened early on, so you knew, all right, it, we're not having a resolution this early, so how are they going to have it that, yeah, we miss these characters, and, and, you know, they no one gets caught and all of this, but the way they handled it, I think it, it didn't seem overly contrived, it, it kind of worked, you know, so, like, what, we had, an, you know, it's a lot of stuff happened in Paris um, That, yeah, was interesting um, In how it all unfolded You know, it was all pretty believable You know, it wasn't smooth It definitely, it was a lot of fuck-ups But you could see that you know, people being a bit rash, shooting the wrong person, causing some shit. You know, they, like people escape, but people are injured, which then leads to other stuff. And you, so it's all unfolding. You're like, okay, yeah, no, I'm buying this. This is all right. You know, yeah, like, huh? There's a there's a thing at the beginning. Right, and Ryan goes to see an ex-boss, and you know it all gets a bit 
But then, you know, he bumps into the daughter of the guy and they kind of hit it off and all of that. That was, mm, that was a bit rubbish. You know, I, I think that whole thing could have, mm, I kind of feel they could have introduced it a bit better, right? Now, the one thing I did think was a bit, you know, you're kind of like, and no one's going to say anything here. You know, because she's a bit cautious, right? And she's going, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And he tells her the job. And then she's just like, oh, well, yeah, that's a boring job. And so they're getting, they're getting busy, right? And he takes his top off. And all the, all the scars, like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I, I do kind of feel she'd be like, hold the fuck up. You said you're an analyst. It looks like you've been stabbed. You've got... What is all of this? You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of feel the questions would have been asked at that moment. Because the trousers are still on. So it's not like she's... You know what I mean? Crazy thirsty at this point. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... There's little bits like that that were a bit kind of like, uh, but as a whole, right, it it did move pretty good. There's a lot, you know, the intrigue was there. Um, They threw in a lot of flashback sequences, um, both for like Suleiman and um, because at the very beginning we see kind of his origin, you know, which, mm, yeah, it's the, like, we're not breaking any new ground with all of that, right, and then with a lot of the flashbacks, we just see here, you know, missing out on jobs and, uh, like, discrimination and stuff like that, so, yeah, all of that is tried and tested, it's the stereotypical kind of stuff, Right, um, so yeah, we, we get all of that, and it's fine, you know, whatever, okay. Uh, and we kind of then jump back and forth with Ryan and some of his past, and all of that kind of comes out. And I have to say, like, when you get the full story, that's kind of interesting because it does. I think you are led to believe um, it's slight, like the whole thing went slightly differently to how it actually did all come about, which is like, oh, interesting. And I, I do, like, it, you are kind of thinking, and they still trust you. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, like, I think that helps, though, um, like, flesh these characters out a bit, you know, we even find out about Greer, um, not in flashbacks, he just, like, he finally kind of reveals his kind of background as well, so, yeah, it's, it all kind of, you know, builds and comes together, and it works, yeah, um, now, like, yeah, we, we have, like, towards the end, 
I think it's very intriguing with the final push, right? Because this whole thing happens and it's a bit anticlimactic, not story-wise, just but just for them their perceived mission. And you are thinking, oh, I wonder how this is gonna go, and. It's like, but then when a certain thing you find out, you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Because I didn't, I, you know what I mean? I wasn't looking in it like it would be that. So, yeah, that's interesting. And so I think that was good. Um, and especially the whole pizza, hospital, you know, all of that. And I, I do like the fact that um, we we do have, like... With some of the confrontations Where in the past You know, people get captured and interrogated And then at the last minute Details are revealed and blah 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 I do like the fact that um, The deaths were And certain things were resolved In a way that was just like it, It's done That's it You know, it, like, it wasn't Um Overplayed as it were Which does make it kind of believable Because you're just like And especially you know when we see things on the news And how things like Yeah the clean shots And all of that shit They don't really happen a lot right So the fact that You know at the very end I did like the thing at the very end With the shout out And then ah yeah You're just like okay Ah, and then it was nice when we had that like little departed type of ending. That I enjoyed that. That was good. You know, it did is yeah. It always makes me smile when DiCaprio gets it <laughs> at the end of the departed. So yeah, to have a little kind of ah uh, that moment, it was like ah cool, cool. Yeah. So um, you know, they 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 end it all. With um, yeah, some certain stuff happening, um, which pretty much gives you a a, a nice little lead into season two. But if there wasn't a season two, it was an ending that you would have been like, okay, that's fine, you know. So yeah, I I, I do kind of feel that people that enjoy kind of spy stuff. You know, the these kind of shows. I mean Jack Ryan is um something most people of that ilk would enjoy. You know? Yeah, it was it was fun. It was decent. You know, it, it moved along nicely. The you know, even though as I said, look, some of the things, some of the threads, it's it's not breaking any new ground. It does move in a logical fashion So you're not Like with some things you watch And you're kind of thrown out of it You know what I mean? You're kind of like ah, No I don't believe that would have happened You know With, with this you, you're watching it And you're like Yeah that makes sense Or yeah of course that would happen and 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 stuff like that. So, yeah, it was definitely um, it's definitely worth a watch. 
So, yeah, I, I would say, you know, fans of stuff like House of Cards, Bosch, um, you know, stuff like that. You know, if you like the Bourne series and and show, yeah, I think you would enjoy uh, Jack Ryan. And it did have me, um, definitely, it worked better for me than, say, you know, as I said, look, the Affleck film or the, or the Chris Pine film. So, yeah, I, I, w- I would recommend people, if you haven't seen it, if you're behind on shit like myself... Go check out Jack Ryan Season 1. Okay, so I've decided to go back to Adro. Yes, people, that's right. It is book two in Brian McKellen's Powder Mage trilogy. So this is The Crimson Campaign. And, uh, yeah, all is still... Very good, you know. This um, yeah, it's a it's a real enjoyable um enjoyable piece. Christian Rodska continues with the great narration, you know, telling the story and all of that. And the gist of this book is this, okay? So um, gunpowder and bullets will determine the victor. When invasion looms, Tamas's invasion of Kez ends in disaster. When a Kez counteroffensive leaves him cut off behind enemy lines, with only a fraction of his army, no supplies and no hope of reinforcements, drastically outnumbered and pursued by the enemy's best, he must lead his men on a reckless march through northern Kez to safety and back over the mountains so that he can defend his country from an angry Kresimir. But the threats are closer to home. In Adro, Inspector Adamant wants only to rescue his wife. To do so, he must track down and confront the evil Lord of Vitas. He has he has questions for Vitas concerning his enigmatic master, but the answers will lead Adamant on a darker journey. Who will lead the charge? Tamas's generals bicker amongst themselves. The brigades lose ground every day beneath the Kez onslaught, and Kresimir's wants the head of the man who shot him in the eye. With Tamas and his powder cabal presumed dead, Taniel Tushot finds himself as the last line of defence against Kresimar's advancing army. So, yes, I mean, in the last book, you know, we got to a place where it seemed that, you know, ah... Things had been resolved, you know, traitors had been found, like the um, Kez had been pushed back, but Kresimir, he'd been brought back, and although he'd been shot, I don't think anyone believed he was dead, 
So you're kind of thinking, where can this book go? You know, like, what interesting things can be done? And so straight away, uh, McKellen, you know, he strands the army. He strands the army. And it's done with a, like, it's nothing new there. But we are given a hint of something new. You know what I mean? With the, with the, um, uh, the little guys, the squat guys. Ah, oh, god damn it, I can't think of Waldens with the Waldens. Yes, so there's, there's a hint of that. So you're just like, oh, hmm, what is this? But, uh, you know, we have that. But so now, um, Tanas is he's behind enemy lines. So how is this going to impact everything else? And yeah, it was good because we we see that domino effect. You know, we get the the whole breakdown and everyone is now trying to seize their own bit of power. You know, trying to do their thing. And it's that it's that weird kind of thing that you know, like you remove someone and then it all crumbles. I mean, and, and we've seen this around the world, right? So, yeah, it's an interesting thing to see how the land just goes crazy. Even when they know the threats are coming for them. You know, that's always the intriguing thing, right? So we have all of this. But there's still weird things going on. You know, there's still traitors. So who the hell is, you know, buying up all the powder? Who's leaking information? You know, who's really pulling the strings? So, yeah, it's all these kind of things in the background to keep you wondering, to keep you on your toes, and it's it's good. It's all intriguing, because you you know there's these obvious candidates for a lot of what's going on, you know. But um, yeah, you're just like, could it be these people? You know, like, who is it? Yo, Tannel, he's. Well, he's got a lot of troubles. <laughs> you know, there's addiction. There's love. You know, there's a lot going on there. So, who can he rely on? You know, he's got that weird relationship with his dad. And so he's a complete mess. And when he finds... a Well, there's a couple of anchors... <laughs> one of flesh <laughs> and one of situation <laughs> right um but yeah when he's trying to plug the holes as it were there's resistance and it's just like why would there be resistance right and so you have all the army stuff that's like, 
oh, where is all of this going? And I like the fact that, okay, it seems to have a resolution, which all makes sense, all makes sense, and it, and it flows well, and it's believable, and then that last incident, that last incident that's like, <gasps> and you do worry, you do, you, know, you do think, no, they couldn't have done it to her, yeah, which luckily, luckily, Paul is fine, but uh, yes, that was a very tense situation, uh, you know, I like the way McKellen, like, he, he's kind of melding all of this together, but I didn't feel overwhelmed at any point, I didn't think, that's too much, slow down, slow down with the story, no, like, everything seemed to work, everything, yo, changed focus at the right times, you know, that I enjoyed, that I liked, so yeah, it's very, it's good, this, it's a good middle book, you know, there's, I think, the first book, Promise of Blood, it, it amped everything up, you, you, it created the situation, it set the scene, and you're just like, oh, what the hell's happening, and the great thing about it was, it just, it didn't just, you know, tease, 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 certain things did get resolved, so that's good, now this book, it, kind of continues the threads from the first story, but it adds new nuance to it all, you know what I mean, so it adds all this new stuff, with still creating further intrigues, further situations, you know, because, like, we're resolving things, but you know, that's just surface level, then you really realise there's a deeper nature to the mess, which is great, I do also like the fact that certain situations get resolved very quickly, without too much fanfare, you know, so that happens, which is very realistic, you know, not everything has this rousing ending, sometimes it's just, and then it gets snapped, <laughs> you know, and um, the whole wife situation, you know, that ends, but there's trauma there, and that is good, there's oftentimes, you know, oh, and they got saved, and everything was fine, and you're just kind of thinking, would that really have been the case, you know, you, you, people have got this person, uh, and you're telling me they're not gonna, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't good for her, but it, it worked well for the story, let's say, so yes, all, all of that is good, and the whole Ricard Tumblr situation as well, that's a nice little addition, you're creating this whole um, kind of new situation, 
the yeah people like they they snuck in the back door yeah and, and it's done in a way which definitely makes sense in the fact of it's not like the cares so it's 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 a similar situation but with a different nuance and something that you know like it's like a magic trick right it's the, the whole misdirection so you're kind of wondering now how the hell is that gonna be sorted out you know what I mean? if they're coming on the whole legal tip how do you circumvent that right how do you do that and especially when the army is nowhere to be seen so yeah, we've layered all of these things in such a way that um, you're just waiting for that last book. You're, you're, you're waiting to find out how is everything going to be brought together? How are we going to conclude this story in a satisfying way? You know, that, that's the big question, right? Because you want it tied up, you want these answers, but you don't want it just all rushed and it to seem very weak. So yes, definitely looking forward to the Autumn Republic to see, you know, does Tamis actually make it back? What's going to happen with Tano on pole? You know, can Tumblr stop the whole imploding of the new system? You know, and yeah, what's Adamant's next move? This is all very intriguing, people. All very intriguing indeed. And so, yes, if you enjoyed Promise of Blood, then... You're not going to be disappointed with the Crimson Campaign. You know, it, it, it doesn't let up from everything that we've come across. And it adds new threats, new situations, new things to ponder and think about. So, uh, yeah, go check that out now. You know, it's on Audible, um, there's ebooks. You know, physical books, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, I don't think you will be let down at all. Okay, people, so we are drawing the end of another episode. Uh, so, obviously, a little news before we dust. Um, now, Netflix have introduced a new feature, so it's, it's, I guess it's aimed at the fact that kids are home, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, but I kind of feel that it's just a good thing in general, um, so what you can do now is um, hide individual titles, 
right? So in the past, you could put on um, blocks like, you know, not showing anything of a rating of, say, 18. But that's like everything is getting hidden. But this, so you can just go in and hide an individual thing. Which, yeah, I think this is good. Because it means... Like there's some bullshit that you're just like, ugh, I keep on seeing that fucking show. I don't like why is this keep on popping up? Hide it. So yeah, I think this is just a, a nice little feature in general. You know what I mean? Um but yeah, that is that is there people. So um if you wanna hide certain things from the kids, hey, that's great for you. Uh, now, also, some uh, real, like, uh, so it's good and it's rubbish, okay, so, um, do you remember the Animaniacs, right, so it aired on Fox during the 90s, now, I hated the Animaniacs, <laughs> I thought it was terrible, but, there was a little bit of the show that was outstanding, Alright, and that's what I always look forward to So, the news is that the Animaniacs is getting a reboot This time it's gonna be on Hulu Um, And all the original voice actors uh, look like they're coming back for it So, um, you know uh, well, I mean, especially the, the ones of Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Um, Steven, Spiel- Steven Spielberg is going to return as the executive producer of the show. Uh, and, and Sam Register, Justin Falvey, and Daryl Frank are also on board as producers. The one bit that I am like, ah, this could be great. Pinky and the goddamn brain are coming back as well. Yes! Pinky and the brain! The brain, 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 brain. Now that was awesome. Like, I I would just be happy with that on its own, right? But, uh, yeah, you know. If you have to put up with the Animaniacs for a little pinky, fine. I can cope. You know what I mean? I, I will I will put up with that shit. Um but yeah, that's coming back. Um uh, for some reason I'm not quite sure. But um FXX have delayed the 11th season of Archer. Very irritating. I mean, well, I mean, they're they're saying it's because of, you know, production difficulty due to all of this. Hmm. I, I guess, you know, maybe people weren't able to get certain equipment at home. So, yeah, and they can't get into the studios and all of that, which is a goddamn shame. Um, But, yeah, no date on when we will get more Archer. Um, Also, 
uh, Stars have given the go-ahead to a new series from 50 Cent and Randy Hoggins So this is called Black Mafia Family Uh, And it's inspired by a true story So um, it's about the Flannery brothers Who, uh, you know, they they were from... um, the shitty side of Southwest Detroit in the late 80s and uh, you know rose up and became one of the most influential crime families in the country so uh, yeah there is a new show based on that I don't know like I haven't seen power so I don't know what the quality of their shit is but you know, people have spoken, you know, highly about it. Ink is ending, so I'm gonna probably check it out soon. But uh, yeah, you know, power fans, a new thing is coming. Uh, and we're gonna end on this. It's some news that isn't really surprising, but there is going to be a follow-up series. To Tiger King So this is from Investigation Discovery Right Um, So the new one is Going to be called Investigating the Strange World Of Joe Exotic And supposedly It's going to explore Questions Left from the first Series Which one of them in particular Is The uh, the disappearance of Don Lewis Yeah Supposedly as well The FBI have opened up An investigation into Carol Baskin To whether she um, Killed her husband Which Yeah She did <laughs> And there's not really Like if it got fed to It's probably fed to the cats right So um, Yeah they're not gonna Find any evidence Like maybe they could get someone to talk Probably her new husband Because he is definitely a bottom <laughs> You know what I mean uh, So yeah I, I, I mean, If they put the screws on him He's going to probably let out some shit But supposedly also This show Has secrets That Joe Exotic Has not let out before Uh, And they supposedly got some exclusive footage from somewhere Who knows But, uh, yeah Um, you know, interesting to see what this does I mean, Tiger King has been such a big hit Can this match it? Well, we will uh, find out at some point soon I'm expecting probably next year But uh, yeah, something to look forward to for your, for you Tiger King fans But people, that is us for another week And we'll be back next, uh, next Wednesday Alright, stay safe Peace